Good day to everyone. We want to welcome you as always. We're excited that you have decided to open up the uh, app, uh, the podcast app, wherever you're listening, and tune in again to all of our millions of listeners. Uh, we've been gone a few weeks. There's been a uh, uh, an addition, an addition to uh, the podcast family. He's not here with us uh, today. He will be here at not some yet. point. I have a feeling he will be uh, joining us um, just sitting in his car seat. Uh, listening to the gospel at some point in the future. When that comes, I'll certainly uh, let you guys know. Um, but here we are again, David. We're back. Uh, you know, again, we're just kind of focusing on truth. We're kind of just focusing on on the Word and um, not to take up too much time. But as we were talking earlier, you know, uh, who are we is kind of the question I was thinking as you were talking to me. Who are we? What What are we doing and we opened up the Bibles to John chapter 10. And that gives us, you know, uh, kind of tells us who we are a little bit. And we're going to kind of just read a few verses here in John chapter 10, if you want to open up there. And we'll just read a few verses. We'll talk about it. Uh, hope to be able to provide truth. Hope to be able to provide some direction of some sort. Uh, hope to be able to provide hope and courage um, and just talk a little bit about Jesus today as you are traveling to work, as you are traveling home from work, as you are waiting to pick up your kids, wherever you're at listening to this, we hope that this is an encouragement uh, to you. So John chapter 10, uh, David, uh, where were we at? Verse uh, 7, I think. Yep. We're going to start in 7, and this comes from Jesus in verse uh, in chapter 10, 1 through 5. He, he explains himself. And then verse 6, it talks about this parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they, that they were which he spoke unto them. So they didn't understand 10 through 5. Uh, and so now he's going to break it down for them from 7 to, I think I'm going to go to 18 because I don't want to leave any of his words out. It mm-hmm. stays read all the way to 18, so we'll go 7, 7 through 18. Then said Jesus unto them again, once they didn't comprehend the first saying, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are the thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is the hareling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hareling fleeth because he is a hareling, and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and I am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there, and there shall be one fold, and one shepherd. Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man taketh from me, but I lay it down for myself. 
I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. So I think through 7 through 18, uh, Jesus is breaking down who he is to us. Mm -hmm. um, he talks, I am the door. Um, by me, if any enter in, he shall be saved. So he's uh, like he's telling, explaining them, the only way you get to me is through salvation. Understanding that. Verse 9 says, I am the door. Um, we're, we're asking for salvation. Verse 10, the thief cometh by night. He's explaining how the devil works, how he comes in. But understanding who we are, Johnny said a while ago. Understanding that we are sheep. Once we've come into the fold through salvation, that's who we are. That's how God looks at us. And we're to look at him as our shepherd. Did you today? Did you feel that uh, presence of the Lord leading you? Because when you're a good shepherd, when, when a sheep's in line, he's, he's following after the shepherd. He's, he's doing what the, shepherd, the shepherd's wanting him to go back into the corral or back into the, uh, into the barn. He's pushing them in and they're listening. Are you listening? Hmm. You know, as, as, human as human beings... We have two ways to live. We can trust Christ as our personal Savior or we can reject Christ. You know, God uses us when we become sheep into His fold when we accept salvation. Do you know salvation? Do you have salvation? Do you understand what, the con what He's trying to say here? Through um, Knowing that the only way to get to heaven, and there's a lot of confusion even in this town of Murray, Kentucky, of what gets you to heaven. You know, yeah, whether it right, be... Yeah. Uh, Jesus said, I am the door, meaning I am the way, the yeah. only way, the only truth. He didn't say, it does, how, good, how good are you? He didn't say, what have you done for me? He didn't say baptism. He didn't say, he said he is the way. Yeah. So there is you know, countless churches that believe something different than yeah, that. You're right. They place the focus on themselves or something other than Jesus. Jesus clearly says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father uh, except through me. Jesus clearly says right here, I am the door. You get to the Father through me. You get into the fold through me. You get into the green pasture uh, uh, through me. And I love, you know, but the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he says, I am the good shepherd. Well, I've talked about this before, David. You and I have. What team do you want to be on? <laughs> you want to be on, you want to follow someone who wants to steal from you and kill you and destroy your family and your your friends and your career, or you want to be with the good shepherd, the one who's going to lead you yeah. beside still waters, the one who's going to provide for you, the one who's going to do all these wonderful things for you and take care of you and, and tend to you and, and watch out over you. Right? What I see, I see, I see God's love in all this. I see the love of Jesus right here. He's telling his disciples, look how much I love you, mm -hmm. that I will go to the cross to lay down my life for you. No. You know, and uh, you know, you, yeah, you know, I am the good shepherd. I will lay my life on the line. I will go leave the 99 to go find the one. Maybe we're the one. You know, and you, what, what else are we? Where, who, who are we? We're not only sheep, David, but we're clay. Yeah. Uh, man. Now, understanding who we are, you said at the very beginning, you know, God uses in the Bible, He uses clay. <laughs> he tells us we are the clay. And he is the potter. He uses, I am the shepherd, you are the sheep. You know, a sheep has to follow a shepherd. 
He has no... A sheep struggles in life. A sheep dies in life when there's no guidance. They'll find themselves wandering aimlessly and and get stuck in a patch Then the wolves come Mm. because we've lost the shepherd. God reminds us we are clay. And today in this little devotional that we're having, we're remembering who we are. We're humbling ourselves today to remember we're clay. And clay is nothing without... A potter, a, a lump of clay, and a clay, just go grab some clay out of the ground is absolutely useless. Yeah. Nobody, you, you won't even want to hold it. You don't right. even want to touch it. You don't even, you, you set it on the counter and see what your wife says. But you grab the clay, let the potter work in it, set it on the counter, see what she says. She can put her roses in it. That's pretty. Yeah. You have use. You have use. You just said it. it. Now your life has purpose. Yeah. You begin like, and I I used this illustration before in one of our Wednesday night. I brought clay in and I began to mold the clay. This is who you are. And I was molding it. I was forming a little bowl and I formed the bowl. When I formed the bowl, I mushed it out. And it's making a mess. I had the clay wet and it was just getting compact. I was making a mess. And I formed the bowl. But that's what God does with you in your life. He begins to form you. Okay? Not he doesn't make a picture in one instant, one setting. There's there's no way. Like to build you, he begins to mold you. So the potter, if you ever seen a clay uh, turned by the potter, it takes time. It's a constant work. It's not, you don't do it overnight. God doesn't say we are perfect like him now. <laughs> he says we are clay and we are sheep. We all, that means guidance. That means direction. That means we need that. So remembering that's who we are. And I began to mold that bowl. And so what I did, I, I pushed it to where I knew it was going to hold water. And a little bowl. Mm-hmm. So now the clay had purpose because why? It was holding water. Yeah. And what that water was, that water is Jesus' water. Yeah. The living water that he gives. So now you are your your vessel is being held with joy, peace, love, long suffering, temperance, meekness. So you're you're beginning to access the who you are. Right. People say, I just don't have purpose. I don't know who I am. I don't know how to glorify God. I don't even know. I don't even know what what life's about? Life's about letting the Lord, your clay. Did you forget? We're reminding you. When clay has purpose, he it's molded. Jesus pours his water. And his water never runs dry. His water stays in the vessel. And what happens is a lot of times when I took that clay and I busted the edge out. And I busted it out like a wolf. And what happened? I lost the water. I lost the the joy that I just poured in from Jesus poured in the vessel. But I had sin come in and I cracked the 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 bowl because mm-hmm. it was still wet. Because that's how we are. We're being molded. We're being molded so we're still wet on the outside and, and I began to break that down and when I broke that down the water flew out. That's exactly how you that's why you I'm burnt out. I'm tired. I can't keep going. I can't do this for Jesus anymore. This Jesus thing, I don't understand it. Why? Because you're you're no longer the clay. You're no longer holding the water that He wants to give. You're no longer the sheep that He wants to guide. And I think it says in verse uh, 
And it's a beautiful thing. It says in verse 14, I am the good shepherd. And remember this today. And I know my sheep. He knows exactly what you're going through. He knows exactly what your thoughts were today. A good shepherd knows when you're hurting. A good shepherd will throw you on his back and carry you. So if if you really buy into who you are, you're a sheep when you're broken and you're a sheep, that's the Lord's job because He's the shepherd to pick you up and put you on His back and carry you back to the fold. His job. So remembering who you are today. Did you forget you were clay? Did you forget you were sheep? Did you forget that you need a Savior? Come on. And you need a Lord, right? Yes. Acts, uh, we'll wrap up with this. Acts 4.12 says there is salvation in no one else. No other name under heaven besides Jesus. Yes. Right? And so, you know, we encourage you today. We encourage you to, uh, you know, just take a moment to evaluate and to think, you know, the facts of what Christ would go on to accomplish on the cross. Right? To get us in a right relationship that if we just have faith, we would be made in a right relationship Mm -hmm. and we would be the righteousness of Christ. And God would look look at us and say, that's my son. Yes. That's my daughter. That's my sheep. Yes, that's my vessel. Look at that. He's starting to pour in to these other people's lives because he's actually let me make him a vessel. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for another day. Uh, thank you for, you know, we have to... Man, we cry out to you today and say thank you for, you know, we couldn't ask for a better scenario for Johnny's uh, birth and the birth of his son with health. And uh, Lord, just, man, we don't want to overlook that. We want to say thank you today uh, for that. We uh, thank you that he was able to have that opportunity to spend time with his son. Lord, you know about that. You sent your own son. You know what it's like to have a son. Lord, and what that means to Johnny. And Lord, we appreciate that time he's able to have with him now. And Lord, we pray that you watch over him. But now that we're able to come back and uh, do the podcast, we just pray that we're able to to lead people to Christ, uh, Lord. And we're able to feed people your word. Uh, Lord, hide me and Johnny behind the cross. Hide us uh, so that only you're seen in our lives and what we do and how we compete and how we work and how and how we're, how we're husbands. Lord, pray, I pray for us today. I pray for the one listening that doesn't know you or that's trusting in someone else but you, the main shepherd. Lord, I pray that they get the concept that all they need is you and, and you alone. Lord, in your name, amen.